Happy Friday, everyone. Today, I wanted to just kind of do a random conversation. Well, I guess most of my episodes are random um, besides my Monday um, Bible lessons. But I was thinking, and I know that other people also have to have had these experiences um, when we have really vivid, lucid, like dreams, so real in fact that you feel that you've actually been to the place where you were dreaming or where you were at. I know it has happened to me many times. I can tell you I have been in Vietnam in the rice paddies and the water and I felt the mud, uh, the cool mud between my toes, but the humidity and the heat of a summer's day in that water. Um, I have fallen from heights, not super, super high, maybe 20. Well, I guess that is high, but <laughs> I was like 20, 25 feet up. But I remember falling from like this platform onto the sand on the beach and literally feeling my body jump or jolt um, somewhat awake, but then back asleep. I have... Um, just had the experience of the smells of the sounds of running or just it, it was so realistic and so real there's no way that i can convince myself that i was not there like i i knew i was there so i know other people have also probably had very lucid dreaming and obviously if we remove any acid or shrooms or, or, or substances um, and you're having these types of dreams, you know, you have to question why, why are you dreaming like this? I personally believe that when the body becomes immobilized and it is lying in a state of a paralysis where it cannot move um, because you, your soul has well, maybe you, the person, has physically went to sleep, but the soul is awake. The soul travels. I believe we do astroplane astro and we go places and we see things. Um, I don't know, like, how it happens per se, other than, you know, you just have to be in a sleep state physically. But it's absolutely amazing of some of the, the recalls that. I have had, and again, like I said, I know other people have had to experience these things where you wake up after you've been someplace and you're in this cold sweat, or sometimes maybe you even feel like somebody's watching you. I mean, I know it sounds a little off topic from what I normally talk about, but I also know that it happens and you really start to question what is going on, you know, what's where are you going? Why are you going? Um, and how do you come back? Because you come back, you wake up, right? For those of us who don't wake up, does it mean that we will, we're spending wherever there, wherever we're at, if we're there, or we're, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a great topic for discussion. Um, and obviously it makes you want to know more. Um, other people's experiences, um, you know, and and sometimes, like sometimes I don't mind 
the dreams because they take me to faraway places. I have been in the Himalaya mountains before on a hot air balloon. And I remember coming really close by um, what I'm going to call as a death house. It may have been something different, but it was also very beautiful. So I, I say it and it may sound morbid, but it was also very beautiful because I could see the beds um, that they would lay the dead on. And it was all open windows. I mean, I can't really describe the hut piece of it, but it's just so many things. And, you know, this world is so much more than what we see. I really believe that. I believe there's more to it than what we are actually physically seeing. And a lot of times we're able to experience these other realms through astroplaning and going um, to places that normally, you know, I don't think I would ever have gotten to the Himalayan mountains too. Is this someplace I want to go? Sure. I uh, would love to, to go and visit these um, places. Vietnam, I would love to go. I would love to to be or, you know, um, have an opportunity to um, indulge in their culture, um, in different cultures. But it's still that, it's still that, you know, that wanting to know um, the things that we don't really talk about, right? That are not really explored a lot. You know, you may find some things when you really go searching, but for the most part, this is not uh, something that they talk about on the, you know, five o'clock news in the evening. And astroplaning or astral projection, I call it planing, but projection uh, definition says it's a breaking free by the astral body believed to occur just before death or during some dreams, also known as out-of-body experiences. And I don't think it's something to be afraid of. I think it's something that we need to learn how to embrace um, because fear actually stops us from living. And I know you guys have heard me say that before. Um, fear is... I'm sorry, I'm just typing up something so I can get it pulled up here real quick. <laughs> I can't type and talk at the same time. <laughs> um, uh, but fear is something that it creates this excuse for something that seems like, okay, I really should be having this fear for this, but I really shouldn't be having a fear about it. Um, and it stops you from living a life and when you become afraid or I don't want to talk about that because that sounds scary you're blocking your opportunity to learn more about what may also be out there because we can't be naive enough to think that we are the only beings here we cannot think that um this is as far as it goes there's more and don't be afraid. Don't let your fears overcome your explorations. Um, obviously, be careful with what you do and how you go about it, but don't be afraid to learn about it. And that's what I've learned. Um, and everything is a learning, um, a learning period point for us all. But yes, yeah, so I was thinking about that and 
I wanted to just kind of put that out there, um, get you guys thinking about, oh, yeah, you know, I remember I had this really weird dream and blah, 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 blah. Um, and I was reading this article. Uh, let me see who, what his name is. His name is Omar Aitani. Omar Aitani. And he wrote this back in March of 2020. Uh, and I'm just skimming through it. Um, but there was a part in here that I wanted to read to you guys. Okay. Oh, this is part of the uh, Stephen Pressfield, author of War of Art. He says, fear is good. Like self-doubt, fear is an indicator. Fear tells us what we have to do. The more scared we are of a work or calling, the more sure we can be that we have to do it. It means nothing to us. There'd be no resistance. I like that because it's true, right? It's like when you're afraid to do something, you're afraid to grow. In order to grow, sometimes it puts you in a situation where you will be very uncomfortable doing what you have to do. But when you are pulled to that, it's because it's what you need to do. It's part of who you are. It's part of who you were meant to be. And to say, I don't want to do this because I'm afraid, that's not a good enough excuse. That's Actually, that's not an excuse at all. Um, and I know I was talking about dreams, but the whole reason why I'm saying this about fear is because sometimes we can become so afraid of the dreams that we have or the places that we've been in our dreams that it makes us say, oh my gosh, I don't ever want to have that dream. I don't ever want to experience that again. And one thing that I talk about in my book, which I'm going to plug right now, Intimate Moments with God, What It Takes to Please Our Savior. One thing I talk about is an experience that I had. And I know that other people have experienced it because I've read about it. It's the sleep paralysis where you want to move. You can't move. You are in between here and that realm of sleep. And it is a very scary and a very uncomfortable feeling. And I hated it. I thank God I have not had that happen to me in months or almost years. Um, but it is as if something is literally um, smothering you. Um, and I know that they have showed pictures and things of uh, demonic things that look like it would be, uh, you know, trying to choke you or smother you or what have you. But in that position, in that um, vulnerable state, you don't have any control over yourself. Um, and for me, what happened was wanting to even just move my head and I could not move my head. But the one thing that I could do, and I, even though I couldn't do it very loudly, I was always able to manage to say Jesus. And I remember when I would say that I could feel whatever it was just, or the paralysis just leave. It would just leave. And sometimes I'd have to say Jesus the name of Jesus two or three times, but I could feel it leave regardless. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, obviously that can be a very scary thing and you wake up when you do, when it's 
over and you're in this cold sweat and you want to turn on the lights and you want to exhale, right? Um, But it happens and it happens to a lot of people. Um, There's scientific reasons, sure, you know, poor blood circulation. Um, My daddy would just call it the witch was riding you or riding him because he used to have that a lot. I could hear him as a kid in the next bedroom and he would just be not like screaming, but Mm, kind of like that, which always would scare me because when I heard it and we lived way out in the country, there was no street lights, there were no houses close by. It was just dark, dark, dark. And obviously it would scare me. So as I grew up as an adult and I would have those things happen, uh, I remember it would make me so fearful and I would be, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want this to happen. But really when you start to unravel the things that make you afraid. It helps you to not be afraid. Um, It's a process. Everything is a process. Everything takes time. But um, I guess that was the reason why I started talking about the dreams um, and then got onto the subject of fear. But anyway, guys, I just, I don't know, it was on my mind. I just wanted to share it with you. Wanted to Uh, See if anybody else has also had those similar experiences of being places that you absolutely know you were there, like you felt the heat or you felt the water or you heard the sounds or you ate the food. I mean, I have had so many places that I've visited and I've heard languages that I've never heard before. Um, And I've walked along street corridors and I have walked through a treehouse and climbed the stairs, very narrow, uh, winding stairs, staircase. I mean, I've been to some incredible places and to some scary places and to some very beautiful places. I've traveled a lot. Um, but anyway, again, it was just, uh, sharing, talking and, um, seeing if any of you guys have also had similar occurrences or thoughts or dreams or travels. Anyway, guys, it's Friday and I am wishing you all a wonderful weekend, a safe, um, cool weekend, especially if you're in a hot place. And if you're in a stormy place, a very safe, um, you know, get through that weather moment um, type of setting. And on Monday, we'll be back for Bible study. You guys enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your family, your friends, your loved ones, everyone in your circle. Enjoy them. Um, Be kind to each other. And more importantly, be kind to yourselves. Um, Self-love. It's all about self-love. It's all about positivity and just knowing that you are important and you are loved by so many people. All right, guys, take care. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye.